0: chapter fifteen of aristotle's masterpiece by pseudo aristotle this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter fifteen a description of the use and action of the several generative parts in women the external parts commonly called the pudenda are designed to cover the great orifice and to receive the man's penis or yard in the act of sexual intercourse and to give passage to the child and to the urine the use of the wings and knobs like myrtle berries is for the security of the internal parts closing the orifice and neck of the bladder and by their swelling up to cause titillation and pleasure in those parts and also to obstruct the involuntary passage of the urine the action of the clitoris in women is similar to that of the penis in men v erection and its lower end is the glands of the penis and has the same name and as the glands of man are the seat of the greatest pleasure in copulation so is this in the woman the action and use of the neck on the womb is the same as that of the penis v. erection brought about in different ways first in copulation it becomes erect and made straight for the passage of the penis into the womb secondly whilst the passage is filled with the vital blood, it becomes narrower for embracing the penis, and the uses of this erection are twofold. First, because if the neck of the womb were not erected, the man's yard could find no proper passage to the womb, and secondly, it hinders any damage or injury that might ensue through the violent striking of the penis during the act of copulation the use of the veins that pass through the neck of the womb is to replenish it with blood and vigour that so as the moisture is consumed by the heat engendered by sexual intercourse it may be renewed by those vessels but their chief business is to convey nutriment to the womb the womb has many properties belonging to it first the retention of the impregnated egg and this is conception properly so called secondly to cherish and nourish it until nature has fully formed the child and brought it to perfection and then it operates strongly in expelling the child when the time of its remaining has expired becoming dilated in an extraordinary manner and so perfectly removed from the senses that they cannot injuriously affect it retaining within itself a power and strength to eject the foetus unless it be rendered deficient by any accident and in such a case remedies must be applied by skilful hands to strengthen it and enable it to perform its functions directions for which will be given in the second book the use of the preparing vessels is this the arteries convey the blood to the testicles some part of it is absorbed in nourishing them, and in the production of these little bladders, which resemble eggs in every particular, through which the vasa preparantia run, and which are absorbed in them. And the function of the veins is to bring back whatever blood remains from the above mentioned use. The vessels of this kind are much shorter in women than in men, because they are nearer to the testicles this defect is however made good by the many intricate windings to which those vessels are subject for they divide themselves into two branches of different size in the middle and the larger one passes to the testicles the stones in women are very useful for where they are defective the work of generation is at an end For though those bladders which are on the outer surface contain no seed, as the followers of Galen and Hippocrates wrongly believed, yet they contain several eggs, generally twenty in each testicle, one of which being impregnated by the animated part of the man's seed in the act of copulation, descends through the oviducts into the womb, and thus in due course of time becomes a living child. End of chapter 15